This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life 
pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> this is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. Hey guys, it's Ashley, and I'm joined here by the woman of the hour, one of my favorite bachelorettes ever, and there's only been two episodes thus far, Hannah Brown. Hey, y'all. Yay! (laughs) All right, Hannah, before we get into it, my first question to you is, I keep equating you to that girl in high school who like was not smooth with guys who like would see her crush walking down the hallway and you'd like duck. turn the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. then you'd like, you'd like look into your locker. You're like, I don't see him coming. But was this you or am I making up this illusion of you? Okay. I'll tell you high school Hannah. Okay. High school Hannah was SGA president, homecoming queen, all these things. Okay. But so not that shy. So not shy, but when it came to boys, okay. it, no, I didn't have my first kiss till I was seventeen. I only had one boyfriend, one and a half boyfriends in <laughs> high school, <laughs> and and it would take everything in me to actually look at them going down the hall when I first liked them. Okay, and in in class, I was known as the or I, my whole. I mean, the whole school. T- talked about me as like untouchable because I just would be like don't talk to me Ah, turn the other way they're they're looking at me they're looking at me I should start writing my name (laughs) (laughs) it was so bad okay great so my dream is a reality yeah you are that relatable girl yeah I was I I put them in friend zones like I would be friends with the guys when they started flirting with me okay no 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 I got awkward really yeah you friend zone guys that you liked yeah, because I would just like I would just like hang out with them, shoot the bull, you know. And then when they started flirting, I'd be like, "Oh God, never." <laughs> so then, how did it happen that you started dating your first boyfriend? Was it seventeen? Yeah, uh, he was best friends with one of my best girlfriends, and so we would all hang out together. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he told the friend that he liked me, and. He started texting me, and then I don't even remember our first date. Man, if I had texting in high school. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, but it was all because I was hanging out in a group and then realized that he liked me, but also his friend liked me, too. It was very, you know, I just had to pick the favorite. <laughs> you had that one serious boyfriend, though, for a while, and mm-hmm. that was your only serious boyfriend going into The Bachelor, right? Two serious boyfriends, oh, two, okay. but one for, like, a really, like, for a while, and I met him in high school. I remember the first time I saw him in ninth grade and I turned around and his name was called in class and I was, I came home and I said, mom, I'm going to marry him. And she was (laughs) like, oh my gosh. So then how we started flirting was playing cards in Spanish class and both boyfriends in high school. Uh, no, just this, that was the first boyfriend we don't talk about because he was like nothing. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. And stupid. Um, and then after that, we didn't talk at all because his, I don't know, his girlfriend, weird stuff. He started dating a girl that didn't like me. So I didn't talk to him from ninth grade until senior year in high school. And then we had our next class together. We didn't have any other classes together until then. And he would just stare. I would be, he would just, his eyes were like 
attacking me. And so then he just texted me one day randomly, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, we started dating in high school. We broke up for, like, a summer, and then we were together for, like, three years. Aw. And, yeah, it was. You didn't marry him, but you still I thought I was something. going to. You still thought you Absolutely. were going to in your 20s? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I broke up the next serious relationship. <laughs> I have been in trouble. The next serious relationship I had, I ended up breaking that one off because I still, I loved him. I loved that guy, but I knew I still loved the one that I dated for so long and went back and told him and then he was an ass. So it's fine. I'm here now. Aww. And how far was that from when you signed up for Colton season? Uh, like a year and a half, I think. Okay. So honestly, after that, after I like put my heart on the line and like ended a, a relationship that was going to be like, he was amazing. Um, I, I like was like I cannot date right now. Like I need to get over both of these relationships now because I just ruined one for another guy that didn't deserve me. And so I was just like not dating, not doing this, focusing on Hannah. And so I then won Miss Alabama USA like Woo-hoo. two months afterwards. And then I was just like, this is my year. And so I just focused on myself and like what I needed, what I wanted, and then this the call for Colton seasons came and I was like, you know what? I'm finally ready to date. And do I want to do this this way? I don't know yet, but we'll just see where it goes. And obviously it went well, but yeah, I'm so glad that I had that time by myself because I think since I was like 17 years old, I was always attached to a guy in some way. Yeah, And it was the first time in my life that I was, it wasn't Hannah and somebody, it was just Hannah and figuring out, what do I like to do on a Saturday and what type of movies do I like? And like just me. And I just let a lot of guys validate who I was and what I did. And so it was really, really important to me, important for me to have that time and then be ready to go into this. I'm super thankful that I had that now knowing where I am now mm-hmm. because I learned from all those experiences, but also took the time to really dive into who I am, what I want, and what I want my life to be like. What does Hannah do on a Saturday? And what kind of movies do you see? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My perfect Saturday would probably be to do some type of workout, but not too long, like a kickboxing, wake up, have breakfast, then Probably if it's summer, I'd want to lay out for a little while because mm-hmm. I feel like that's an actual like job. Me too. I'm like, <laughs> it's like part um, of the beauty routine. Yeah, it's like, okay, I, I'm doing something productive. I feel like I'm doing something productive. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so read a little bit, maybe go on a boat, whatever, with one of my friends. Um, but then, honestly, I would rather pour a glass of wine, be in my bed, and just watch Netflix. Okay. That's my perfect Saturday. Yeah. Open fit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Everyone's bodies are different and OpenFit gets that, which is why it is personalized to your needs with custom tailored original content. 
Amazing trainers and classes, open fit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. I mean, that's not just the U.S., that's not your state, that is the world. Get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre. Named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. Wish I looked like Hunter. My favorite class is 600 seconds with trainer Devin Wiggins. Not Higgins, that's Wiggins. It's a 10-minute workout that is fat-burning, muscle-building, body-sculping, benefits of much longer sessions, and to a fraction of the time. That's 600 seconds, and you can access it anywhere, on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with our code, Almost Famous, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Not anybody else, you. Again, use our code, Almost Famous, and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Look good naked. Use OpenFit. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text almost famous to 30 30 30. You get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text almost famous to 30 30 30. It's the summer. You want to look good. You want to feel good. You want to be good. Open Fit is a way to do that. And who doesn't want to have a workout plan that you can access from anywhere? Make sure you text Almost Famous. That's the name of this podcast. Almost Famous to 30 30 30. Looking forward to it. Do it today. Bio Clarity. You've heard us talk about it many times before. We'll talk about it many times in the future. But listen up. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. It's that simple. It's that time of the year to get back into healthier habits. And what healthy eating does for your body, oh yeah, BioClarity does for your face. Their skincare line offers easy-to-use regimens with good-for-you ingredients that will give you great skin. Have you seen Jessica's skin recently? It is glowing. I bet she would blame it on BioClarity. My favorite routine, though, is the clear skin routine. It's for combination of oily or breakout-prone skin. It's a three-step regimen, gets rid of breakouts, clears and calms skin, and is packed full of detoxifying nutrients. It's also antioxidant and includes a super special ingredient only in BioClarity. Listen up. It's Floralux from plants. Their products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. And also 100% risk-free money-back Guarantee, meaning all that junk is taken out of it, leaving the good stuff for your skin. If you want to look good, get BioClarity. Get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. 
Hey, Ashley's getting her skin prepped for the wedding. You know, that big thing she has coming up in August. She needs all the help she can get prepping for the big day and BioClarity is just the answer for healthier skin. I'm telling you, go to BioClarity.com. And right now, our listeners, thank you first off for listening. And as a result, you're going to get 40% off on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal. But you need to enter our code FAMOUS at checkout. So go to BioClarity.com and get 40% off skincare routine plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use our code FAMOUS at checkout. My skin's been feeling good recently. A lot of compliments on the skin. I think BioClarity for that. So would you consider yourself an introvert? Because I've been doing a lot of research between being an introvert and extrovert. And for all my life, I was like, oh, you're an extrovert. Obviously, you're like pretty social. You like to be, you like the attention. But socially, especially as I get older, I realize that I'm such an introvert. Like I need my alone time and I can't go too long with socializing Mm -hmm. until I start getting really agitated. Oh my gosh. So I've taken all those tests and I'm like on the line of introverts, Mm -hmm. extroverts. So like I know, I know when I have to turn it on to be an extrovert, like Mm -hmm. when I have, because society is like made for extroverts. So I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. But when I'm really by myself, my friends know that if they come over, I'll be like, all right, I love you, but I'm going into my room now to go to sleep. Like I just like, I have to have my alone time and it's necessary for me to function so I feel like I really am like on the line of introvert, extrovert. But if I can choose and nobody's around me, I'm introvert. Yeah. Okay. Like, so so yeah, I guess. So same. Yeah. yeah. I think like successful people have to have like a certain component of extrovert, extroversion, you right? Have to, yeah. Um, I guess there's some exceptions to that rule. Yeah. However, um, yeah, I was in Nashville with Jerry this weekend at a wedding and I was with his friends for 10 hours and I was like putting on that smiley happy face for when so long and all the small talk and at like 1 30 in the morning I was like I am I'm I'm gonna freak out you know oh, I need I need that hole to go into right now I can't do like the smiley happy yeah thing anymore you know what I realized now it's like I probably look more extroverted than I actually am but I can't do the small talk for a few hours so what yeah. I'll do is there's music on I'm like I'm going to go dance by myself because it's like, I don't want anybody around me. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Please stop talking to me. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Bye. I figured you were like this. So yeah. how was the bachelor <laughs> process? How is being the bachelorette? Ooh. Because I think when you're on the bachelor, even bachelor in paradise, you can go like fake a nap or whatever yes. and get your alone time. You're like, I'm going to go write in my diary. That was my go-to. I'm going to like go journal. Yeah. But as the bachelorette, you have to be on like, 16 hours a day okay this was you're getting into my biggest struggle yeah I okay. figured it I thought this was gonna be your so struggle. on the bachelor I was the like I had great friends and like I was always like in in the group if I wanted to be but they would they knew that I'd be like all right if we're just sitting and chat chatting which is probably gonna lead to gossiping I just want to go into my room and I would be in my room or out by myself. I had this certain couch. I used to, like, it's called my it's my couch um, in the bachelor mansion. And I would go and I would journal. Like, I journaled every single day my thoughts, what I wanted in a husband, what was going on. Like, I truly did have to have that time to journal. 
when I was in inter- I loved interviews mm-hmm. on the bachelor side because that was just my time. I would Therapy go in day. there with a producer and I'd be like, let's do the stuff we have to do. And then I just need to talk, talk through it. I don't. So yeah. what you and I probably liked, and this is a sign of introvert introversion, as I've recently read that deep conversation is actually totally fine. Like we can do that for a long period of Forever. time, but it's little chit chat that it. we can't do for a long time. I zone, I like zone out, don't care, hate it. So on that side, on, as a contestant, you have a lot of time to be able to do that. And then I would go hang out with the girls, but like all my friends knew it's like, oh, there she goes. She's yeah. out. She's taking a nap. She's about to journal. Yeah. So I had that time, but I didn't really realize until I got there that I don't have any of that time. I barely journaled. I never had alone time. There was no off days. There was no really therapy in my um, interviews like it ever was. I mean, we had a few days where we had to have therapy because homegirl was losing her mind. Right. But it was more narration. It is. Uh, yeah. Like I am. This is my story. I want to narrate my story and I am. I mean, I would say I'm pretty good at it. So they wanted me to do it all the time. But then I was like, I need to talk about my actual feelings. Like, not even like, why do I react this way? It's because of this in my past. Like, that is what I need to talk about right now because I'm spiraling. Mm-hmm. And I think it was all the times that I struggled so much were really because I didn't have the time that I needed away f- by myself. And we we had to come to Jesus with everybody and realize that like Hannah has to have 30 minutes like I have to or honestly I'm a pain in the ass to deal with mm-hmm. so 30 minutes when in the morning <laughs> in the middle of uh, a period of time where you just says I'm gonna need 30 minutes in the um, middle of a date so there was this one time can I, I have to tell this one story it's fine there was this one day in L- LA was probably my biggest struggle and I was getting ready for a um for a cocktail party after a group, a group date cocktail party mm-hmm. and everybody's just always staring at you everybody's staring at you while you get ready you're eating while somebody's doing your makeup mm-hmm. I mean there's just no time and we had like two hours but there's like 15 people in your room while you're trying to get ready so it takes forever well I was doing my hair and I, my producers were looking at me I was like why are you looking at me I'm trying to do my hair right now and I go I'm just like being a crazy woman, which I am. And so my, one of my producers, Sam looked at me and goes, I think you need 10 minutes, 10 minutes to do whatever. Just go stare at a wall or something. <laughs> do you know what I did? I stared at a wall for 10 minutes. And did it help? It, it was great. I came back out and I was like, I'm sorry for whatever I just said. I really don't know. Um, let's go do this thing. But I, there's a picture that she took of me staring at a wall. I, I didn't talk. I stared at a wall for 10 minutes. <laughs> so after that, and they were like, okay, like that helped. So maybe we should give her like just some room. So like when Gina would do my makeup, no, but I wouldn't allow anybody else in there. Cause Gina, I would also say if I was you, that was like my personal silent time. Like, it was. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Gina, you're wonderful. I need you to not talk to me. And she was great until I want, if I wanted her to talk, I, Gina's my, my girl. And then it would like, I had breakfast by myself and then it was like, as soon as Carrie got finished, everybody could come in. Okay. And so that helped a lot. So more, more in the mornings, there really wasn't that much time after that. I mean, it was go, go, go. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep. It was awesome. What was the average wake up time? <sighs> God, 
I can't really remember because I never had a phone. And I asked, <laughs> I asked them not to tell me. I would be like, don't even tell me. Don't tell me what time it is. Just wake me up. Because I knew I was only getting like three to four hours of sleep. Oh and I didn't goodness. even want to know what time it was. So because, that was obviously adding to your breakdowns. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Until we got to like the last few places, I started getting a little bit more sleep. Mm-hmm. But the first two, three weeks are crazy. They have a tendency of waking you up before you really have to wake up in like that hurry up and, and wait type thing. But for the bachelorette, it's do you ever hurry? That. It's not hurry up. It's and not wait. hurry up and wait. It's it's not. Most of the time your hurry up and wait on the other side is because I was <laughs> having a breakdown because they were rushing me. And then I was like, you're rushing me? Um, I need to have a chat right now. Bennett, where are you? Let's chat because <laughs> I'm frustrated and you do not want me to go on this date right now. Calm down. I'm good. Megan, um, our one of our beloved producers is right here sitting around. Did uh, was she was she a troublemaker at the beginning? Was the, the was the, was Hannah I mean, beast out like in full force in the beginning? This is no? the thing with me is I don't hold anything back, and I think it's actually respected because they don't have to question where I'm at in my feelings. I'm gonna say like if I have a problem, mm-hmm. I'm just like hey. Bill, Julie, this is not working. Um, we need to fix. We need to fix it. And hey, I don't need a middleman. I want to talk to the big dog myself. So <laughs> I'll be like, hey, something's not working. I don't. I need to talk to him. And I think yes, but sometimes I pain in the ass. And they said that they were like, you know, we knew when you we chose you that you weren't going to be the easiest mm-hmm. bachelorette. Mm-hmm. You were going to be the most difficult. Mm-hmm. But we knew that. But we love you like everybody I'm so thankful for the producers the handlers the the um production team everybody because I feel so loved and they get me they understand they laugh with me they talk with me like I as much as I cause them so much crap (laughs) and they probably wanted to pull every single one of their hair out of their head or they have 40 more gray hairs now we all love each other and I'm just so team bachelor I'm team bachelor I would I would get a tattoo that said team bachelor because I love them because they put up with me they let me cry let me have my breakdowns but ultimately we got it done and I'm really proud of everything that you'll get to see so do you think that your difficultness <laughs> was because of just like your personality and like the kind of structure you need in your life? Or do you think that the guys and there were like some like it's just like issues with the guys that were making you angry or, or agitated? A little bit of both. Um, it's hard dating 30 men. Wow. I don't know why I didn't think it was going to affect me emotionally. <laughs> um, and then when you're having feelings for guys and everything's not going like you want it to it's really hard and I feel like what happened was all those emotions went into how like I reacted to the schedule or to not having enough sleep mm-hmm. or to oh my god why do I have to do another interview right now I know I nailed it the first time <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> but it was really because I hadn't those emotions weren't exactly dealt with like I felt like I wanted them to be at first because my interviews were very much so narrating my story and not really getting too much into my feelings and having those breakdowns. Those breakdowns are really important 
for me to have, to have my little cry session, to vent, to get it all out so that I can move forward. Because I don't really hold on to things. I am one that if something makes me mad, if I'm upset, I need to talk about it. And then after I've talked about it, I like brush my hands off and I'm like, I'm done. Let's go to the next thing. We're cool now. Did I ever tell you that um, a very special producer once told me that I'm a goldfish and that I would like 180 my feelings? I'd be like crying one second. Then he'd make me laugh and then I'd be like all better. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't and know I that. I feel like that's they're the same. same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Like I, I got to get the cry out. I'm good. And then it's like, make me laugh. Let's go do something fun. So I mean, it, it made for an inter- entertainment for everyone. <laughs> so why did you think it got better after four weeks or so? I think we all got in the groove. Okay. Like, you're I'm on a different team. Um, everybody is new. I mean, yes, everybody's done this before, but it's a new season, new people, new bachelorette, trying to... I was different on this side than I was as a contestant in a way. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it was just finally we all got on the same page with everything. But it took a little while because I had a new team that hadn't been on the bachelor, like bachelor, bachelorette lead side. And we just all had to. You weren't to, like super comfortable. No, with, yeah. So just to explain to the audience, there are some bachelor producers that deal with the cast mm-hmm. and they become like your very best friends. Very and best then you friends. never really get to know the producers that handle mm-hmm. the lead. And I've always wondered how they how it you was, do that yeah. because even in paradise, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to talk to so and so because I don't really know them. And in winter games, like especially since I was like four years removed, you know, four years ingrained with some of these people, I was like, I can't talk to the new person. I'm I won't be able to give you what you want. Yeah, no. So I got super close with my producers when I was on Colton season, and even like. Alon and like okay. I was just close with like the the execs that like have other jobs to do too and can't just go into my sessions <laughs> of breakdowns. But um, so I did not when I got the call that it was me, but I would have different producers. I was like, well, why can't this person interview me? Yeah, like, I would and, like we had to literally have a a meet like a conversation of like I'm handing you over, but I'm working to find I know you the most, so like I want to work with your guys to help you and so then I had to have a phone call with the my new producers and it was like a two-hour phone call about like I'm really struggling with this I'm really struggling with you being my producer yeah like <laughs> I was very honest I was like I'm really struggling with you being my producer and like me being able to really give you what you. you want but after it took a, a little while and them to understand like I'm not like why I do why I react certain why I react some ways to certain things. But then after that, it was smooth sailing. And I am like, I love my fam. Like, I love everybody that helped me throughout the entire thing. Like, we have such a bonding experience that, like, never will take away from the people that I was close to um, on the other side on mm-hmm. Colton season. But we just lived through some shit together, let me tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. And so just, I, I think it helped me be more successful and them be more successful at their job, really like digging in and figuring out like, all right, this is where we need to change things. Yes. Maybe this is how it's been done before for 15 years, but Mm -hmm. I'm a new, I'm a individual. I'm different. 
and let's do this because this is how Hannah works better. Is and there, once we did that, we're great. Is there an example of something that they've been doing for 15 years that you were just like, eh, that doesn't work for me? Oh my God, let me think. Um, so I I feel like I'm, I'm I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so good at this, but like I'm pretty good at my interviews. Like, yeah. I know what to say. You're never somebody who dreaded going into interviews. I never Same did here. before. Yeah. But then on this side, when it became very like narration and I felt like they were putting, I felt like words were being put in my mouth. I was like, uh-uh, ask me a question. Let me roll. Like, let me roll. I will tell you about how fun this date is. I'll be happy. I'll be excited. I'll be in, I'll be a little lovey-dovey. Then I'll have sass. Like, just let's make it a conversation. Don't put words in my mouth of what, like, we know that post wants to hear. They just want it to be con- concise so that they can just, like, clip it and it makes sense in the episode. But They but don't the, need you to, like, roll forever, but I totally but then they get had to the realize, for you. All right, we got to let her do her thing. Mm. And then it was, it was great. Okay, great. Like, I loved it. Um, It just took, I and mean, yeah, it, that was just, I think the interviews were what we had to kind of get back on, like, okay, some people work better with us feeding of like, this is what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. I don't need that. I some need people want flow. the speed. Some mm-hmm. people want to get in and get out of there. And you're like, no, I need this therapy. But I, honestly, um, I was talking to Sam and she was like, you're one that can hit all the things that we need in like 10 minutes. And so I'd be like, they'd be like, all right, we have a 30 minutes after this uh, date that ended at four o'clock. I'm like, I don't need 10. I don't need 20 minutes. I promise you I can get it to you in 10. And I would. Yeah. And so like. There are certain things that, like, I was like, I need, I can do all this stuff to, like, narrate, but then give me my 30 minutes to actually process my feelings. Totally. So, and then when we, once we work that out, it's like, all right, we're going to give you 10 here, 30 here. I was like, perfect. Let's do it. Amazing. So, That's when you started getting rolling with it. Yeah. Do you see how it's been 30 minutes and how I can literally go on for another hour, hour and a half? Uh, I'm out. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah. mean, see, I just was telling her that sometimes these in-depths last for two hours and over. And she was like, no way. What do you talk about for that long? See? <laughs> yeah, no, just everything. Well, I think it's, you've been on this side. And so we can, we have like this understanding. Yeah. Um, and so it makes it, I don't know, like you're interested. Oh, and and nice. somebody like understands. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to people who actually understand. Right. It's been hard to go back. I haven't talked to hardly anybody back home because it's like, where do I even begin? You don't even know my everything. You don't know anything that's happened to me. It's really hard to get back into normal life with people who don't know this world yeah and I think that's why we get so close Mm -hmm. because nobody will understand what we've been through except for each other and I remember when I got back from crystals this season I think it took my took me six hours to explain the entire four weeks to my mom took me four hours okay yeah so I was like I'll tell the first two weeks here and then we'll go to sleep and then I'll tell you the rest of the morning I said my mom her best friend and then my two best friends I said all right I'm doing this one time (laughs) here we go block your block your day off because I had my journal and so I journaled all the time so I had my journal they're like you should write that you should make a book of your journal because it was hilarious like the way that I wrote about things but it was be so in-depth but then also have like my funny they're like this is amazing I was like I know do I have that for this season no because <laughs> it was either journal sleep workout and I was always sleep every time so yeah okay of course have you given your parents the lowdown now because you didn't get back to the states until like a week ago yeah and what i think is so crazy and um, i think kind of wonderful about this season is that 
you guys actually finished filming just a couple days before it started airing and it's never been I mean like I wasn't back when it was airing you weren't even back no. for the first day so I didn't even get to watch it on like actual television I watched like a an old cut no way yeah that's so crazy but I loved it because it leaves us spoiler free I still don't know what happens in the end mm-hmm. and oftentimes for like us especially it, it I can't avoid the spoilers yeah. I'm going to try my very hardest to not know who you end up with or if you end up with anyone <laughs> yeah but I'm very excited and I like the way that this has happened for you but is it weird that you haven't gotten any break because you have gone straight from filming to straight to your season airing and how little family time have you had? Um, so I, from the end of my season, I went straight to New York to start press. Like, it, Did your parents meet you there? No, I haven't talked. I haven't seen my parents yet. And honestly... Wait, what? She says rub it in. Uh, like, they're awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um... But honestly, I, I like it because I'm used to this schedule Mm -hmm. of like, go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. And I think if I, whenever I take a break, I'm going to crash. Yeah. But right now I'm loving, I'm like, here we go. Give me my go, go juice. (laughs) I'm up 6am. Perfect. That's like sleeping in now, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, so I really enjoyed it. And I think my excitement from and everything's so fresh that I can go into press and I can talk about it because it just happened to me. It's not like I'm having to think back of like, what was that? Um, how did that feel? It's like I have all those feelings mm-hmm, still. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's been really great for me. I love doing press. I love talking to people about my season. And I think I get to go home in a few days for a little while, but not for long. And I'm okay with that because they're going to want to know everything. And I haven't told really anybody about the end of my season my parents kind of know but not everything okay so they just, like know who possibly but they don't know like how you got to that but they decision. yeah they they don't know really anything okay. um and my friends I've just told them I just they keep texting me and I'm like can't talk so busy love you and then they can see oh wait she really is busy but I just need time to like decompress to myself first and then they can watch that seasons and then the, the whole season. <laughs> you and can then explain I'll be like, along the way. Yeah, explain along the way of like, okay, this is what happened. But I just, I don't want to do that. I want this, I want everybody to be surprised. I don't want somebody to slip up and say something. I want people to see my season the way that it kind of happened for me. Okay. So. All right. Well, yeah, just do it week by week then. Yeah. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.com. 
net and enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, and you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash. Famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. My last like serious question, because I think we usually go in reverse. We do the fun stuff first, but mm-hmm. we kind of just jumped right into it since you are like in the depths already. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was like, talk about that big realization that you had. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I think Demi helped you get to that point, but it was the whole, it's basically what taking the crown off symbolizes. You have like that entire, that amazing preview for your season about like how like you stripped yourself of like that pageant queen Mm -hmm. um, 
persona. And then you're just like, this is me. I am just going to be true to myself. I don't care what people think mm -hmm. anymore. So like, tell us about how that happened and how it has progressed over your bachelor seasons. Yeah. Well, t first about the promo, like I'm so, I was floored because that day I, I was, was like, floored. I was like, <laughs> there's no way like, I don't understand this. I just look like a princess. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, all right, that was amazing. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen them doing a preview. Yeah, you it, were Taylor Swift in a music video. It, it was, yeah, I had, I feel like I had my own movie trailer, but even without all that, I feel like they really did hit the nail on the head of like the music, the, the, how, how everything was put together, like everything and about just like who I am. And I feel like it kind of goes back to even like my relationships of I let other people kind of, I realized what people liked about me and like what worked. And so I would be that person in a relationship, in a room um, for an audience. But the thing is, people always know a little bit that something may be off. Everybody was, was always like, oh, she's great. She's this. But like, I was always playing for a crowd and not being completely myself because I didn't know how people would actually respond or like who I am because they really liked the person that I crafted, but I didn't know if they would actually like me. And um, I feel like I like always everybody talks about my smile. It's like almost like creepy how I smile all the time, but I've always it's so genuine. That. Like I've it's always, so and it's not fake, but when I really was hurting or upset, it's almost just like natural to have a smile. And so nobody ever would ask like, are you okay? Or what's going on? Because it was just, Oh my God, you seem so happy. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of lived in that for a while. And it really took me going through a depression, anxiety stuff that I started being like, okay, what in my life is making me feel this way? Who are the people in my life that don't help? Who who do? Who encourage me? And really kind of, I mean, I've always been, my faith has always been important to me, but really just like gave it all up because I tried to control everything. And then from there, I took time off being in pageants. And then when I won Miss Alabama USA, I was m completely myself for the first time ever and like I was I was getting excited I was like they're like Hannah you could win I was like I'm already fourth runner up this is awesome like I just went on the stage and like was was myself and I feel like once I won again it was so easy for me to go back into oh people were telling me to do this people were telling me to do that and it wasn't as bad as it had been before but I still let a lot of things I, I lived 22 years of my life that way so people telling me what I should and shouldn't do for something that I wanted. I allowed that to kind of affect me. And Miss USA was great for me. Like pageants, I'm so thankful for them, but it did pageants on top of relationships, the people I had in my life. It did really cause me to find my worth and recognition and what accolades I had because I had been success successful and then I wasn't successful. So then I felt like I wasn't worthy. And then it was like, oh, well, I got something. Okay, now I'm worthy again, you know? And then it's like, you can't live your life that way. You just can't live your life that way because there's always going to be somebody better than you. There's always going to be um, times where you fail. It doesn't work out. And then you're going to have times where you're successful. But like you, 
I have no control of that. Like I can only be the best that I can be and be completely myself because when you win or when you have something and then you're like, I got that, but it doesn't feel right because did I win or did my persona that I put together win or get? That's what I want to know. And I think it took losing everything that I thought my life was going to be. Which was the pageant? Which was married, babies, with my friends. I wanted to win Miss Alabama USA three years before I ever did. When I won that, it was like, I was excited, but I also was like, this is not where I want to be. I wanted this three years ago. I want to be engaged. I I want to be with how all my friends are. And then when I realized, you know what? This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I started my breakthrough um, and then realized, well, being Miss Alabama, like when I got Miss Alabama USA and it didn't still feel like I thought it would feel, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, it's because my worth does not come from recognition. It's like, that doesn't make me feel, I got the thing that I wanted for years and years, but it still doesn't make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And so it took me getting it to be like, oh, wait, this is actually not satisfying. So that was really when I started like working on myself, didn't have a relationship, didn't, everything that I wanted, didn't have anymore. And then I had the thing that I wanted and it didn't feel like I thought it was going to be. And I was like, okay, this is starting to make sense. So then I just really like started focusing on what do, who am I? Cause I don't think I know. And it was, it was hard. Like there were days where I was like crying in my bed. Like how have I lived my life like this so long? But then it was, <laughs> then I started going back into the world and just being like, if you don't like this, then I don't really care. Like I want the people that are around me that love me, love me. And those are the people I want to be around. So so that continued and the progression that you had happened a lot on the show too. Happened a lot on the show. Um, just like I said, going back when I was one Miss Alabama USA got into Miss USA, I still kind of went back into that rut for like a little bit, kind of leaned into it because it's all I knew of like other people telling me what to do. Same thing when I got into The Bachelor. Yeah, the first couple of weeks, the maybe. The first couple of weeks, I started like going back into my shell, like, oh my gosh, the what first he, date with Colton. the first date with Colton. It was like, oh, I like him, but I don't even know what to say. Who am I? Do I want to show him like the real me or the one that I think he'll actually like better? And then I was like in this like middle ground of like paralyzed. Um, and, you know, I've had so much people thinking I'm a dummy, can't articulate myself, um, awkward. And yeah, like I was in those moments, but I can't articulate myself. I am intelligent. <laughs> these um that was just a moment for me and it was a real moment and it was entertaining for other people but it was really hard for me to realize like I don't know who I want to be right now and then after that it was like okay I'm just gonna have to let go and see how people respond and honestly it doesn't really matter because this is my real life and I need to live my real life right now, regardless of what's about to be shown in a few months. Like this is my time to keep exploring who I am. And I'm really proud of even that for me because I did grow so much and ultimately allowed me to be here. It was that realness that did Mm -hmm. crown you as the bachelorette. Yeah. (laughs) Then you got crowned with something else. Did you have like a moment there where you hesitated? You were like, nope, I've seen how being real gets me further. I think because I have been 
the producers and the people of The Bachelorette believe in me so much and really invested in me. Anytime I ever tried to do that, they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're right. Mm-hmm. So not really, but I had people, like I said, I picked the people in my life that love the real me, the real Hannah, and that will encourage me. And regardless of what anybody thinks in the show, like they want my happiness first and they want this to be my story. And so I think that it was really, um, but I, that's why I knew I wanted to be the bachelorette and could be the bachelorette because I knew I had people on my team that were going to allow it to be my story in me. Awesome. You said that you basically created a person for 22 years of your life. Mm-hmm. Who is that person that you created and who is the person that you really are? Um, like, I mean, even like in high school and stuff, like I was the, the miss perfect. Like I didn't, I didn't go out. I didn't get, I would have fun, but not too much fun. I always had a, a man on my, by my side and, Except for when you were awkward in the yeah, hallway. Yeah, but but that would be, I was foc- when I was awkward in high school, foc- not with guys, I was focused on, literally, I thought if I didn't have a 95 or above, that, like, life was going to be, like, an end-all. Like, I was very um, focused on my, like, my um, ac- academia. I um, just pushed myself in that way. I danced, and even though I didn't even really like dancing was also one of those things that like hurt my self-esteem my mom wanted me to do it um everybody told me we're the dancer so I continued to do it and like not just like have a dance class wait once or twice no it was like 15 hours a week um that's just in the week not with weekends like after school and then I would stay up till 1 a.m to do my homework so that I made sure I got 100 on it like I just pushed myself kept myself so busy and it looked like I had everything figured out and didn't let guys or parties or anything like get blur my vision of like my path. And then started dating. And then it was like this person, whatever they want from me, like I can be that Miss Stepford wife for them and do all this because I can be a trophy wife. So then I did that for a while. And then it was, oh, well, she's the, and then through that, like, oh, she's the pageant queen. Oh, she's so sweet. She's this and that. And like, no, am I always sweet? No, I'm not like I have a good heart and I know that, but I would not show my frustration. I would not show my real feelings. And it was just, I was somebody that everybody could easily understand and take. Not really myself, which is not always easy to understand or take because I don't even understand myself sometimes. See, sweet is a word that has got me a lot, like Mm -hmm. irritated me a lot actually through the bachelor process. Because I've always felt like the girls that come across as just sweet, they're, they're sweet. Um, they're the ones that like always Hold look back. really good, but they're really holding back. And the ones that are a little bit more like you and I, um, where we have our moments or people aren't going to like like us or what we say, we have our freakouts. We don't always come across as sweet. Mm-hmm. We're just being real, but we're, we're sometimes we're not only- villainized, but like disliked at times. And yeah. I don't know. It's just like the girls who hold back get the better look better. It was really hard for me because I was like, I was being my like completely myself and everybody were, was having those freakouts. They just did it in the bathroom for a second and <laughs> came back out. But it's like kind of like I said, like it's my real life. I'm not I'm not an actress. 
this is reality TV and I was Mike 24-7 on camera 24-7 and I was not going to allow myself to tap back into that person that really caused me a lot of sadness and emptiness just so that I could be the sweet girl on TV that I knew I could have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where I struggled a lot in that first um, one-on-one with Colton because I was like, I know what I could do that would keep me safe, but I also am not that and I don't know what to do. And, you know, regardless of all the main things that have been said, the things that people think that I am that I'm not, people that I'll never win over just because they just want to hate me, I'm so thankful that I was my real self. Like, that's why I grew. And I don't know if everybody grows the way that I did through the process. I'm not going to try to get gospel or anything, but I'm going to for a second. <laughs> um, Kaylin, you, and you are probably those people that will never see eye to eye. You're probably never going to be best friends. Mm-hmm. She posted a picture on your premiere day that said, eating the chip off my shoulder. You think that was a dig? Oh, for real? I didn't know. Uh, oh, I didn't know. I mean, um, I don't know. We can. Um, that, that's it. We wow. I don't know. know. We could just, we not, just know. not know. I don't. I have no um, idea. Yeah. But you know what? I don't. You know, at this point, it's like, who cares in a way? Like, whatever she says, like, I'm like, I truly am like, wish her the best. And if she wishes me the best, great. If she doesn't, it's okay. Because at this point. We were in a, we were, we don't have to be together or we can, and I'm fine being in a ring with her. I'm fine not being in a ring with her. Like, I don't really hold anything against her anymore. And I hope she doesn't with me. Like, we're good. And this was, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know either. <laughs> weird. Uh, okay. So let's get into your guys now. You, I think you kiss more guys on your like, <clears throat> between 48 hours of being the bachelorette than you ever had in your life before? Life. Yeah. Was it 48 hours or was it night one? Uh, night one, I kissed three guys. We saw them all, right? We saw all yeah. three kisses? Yeah, we saw all three kisses. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, in 48 hours, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, I mean, it would be so funny. They'd be like, all right, Hannah, you're up to 12. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And how many was it before you were the bachelorette? I think like five or six. I think six. I think that's what I was at at about 24. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was, I mean, most of them were my boyfriend or, no, yeah, I think I only kissed like one guy that wasn't my boyfriend. <laughs> but we were like talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how that and made now, you feel? Like, did you feel like, did you feel weird? It felt you were really like, weird. Yeah. yeah. At first I was like, <sighs> it was hard for me, honestly, because I would have moments of like, oh my God, I can't believe I kissed them. <laughs> Did you kiss guys that you didn't really want to kiss? Like, they just kind of went in for it? <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the hardest part. That's of the hardest part. Because, like, you are you have to be in a relationship with multiple people. And sometimes you're not feeling some of the people there as much as you're feeling another person. But you are you are technically dating them. And so it's really, uh, it was hard sometimes. Yeah. But... You can kind of tell the difference of my kisses when I'm really feeling somebody and when I'm not. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah, you. the kiss with Luke P on night one was intense. Oh, my God. It was really intense, but it was good. My sister and I are watching it. She goes, those aren't the kisses you have once you're in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy them now. Uh, the guy, Your guys got a lot of flack, especially when their green pictures came out. Okay, yeah. I, you I weren't even that. around. Yes, you weren't even around. It. 
your guys got a lot of flack during your first week of filming, so you weren't around for social media. Yeah. But everybody's looking at their pictures and like, oh my goodness, these guys don't look like bachelorette material. These guys look like, I kept saying, like they picked 30 guys that were in line for a hot dog at a football game. But then we saw their gray pictures and they looked better. Mm -hmm. And then on night one, they looked better. But I still was like, I don't know about this bunch they got for Hannah. I was like, I really don't know. There's like a good three or four in there. How did you honestly feel after Chris said, Hannah, those are all your guys? (laughs) I went. Be honest. I mean, I went. I didn't realize it had been 30 guys. I was having the most fun. Oh, my God. It was so fun, the limo entrances. Like, I didn't realize. And so I was like, oh, wait, that's it? That's what I said. I was like, oh, that's them. Okay. And honestly, I I had to let it go, but I didn't really like a lot of their fashion. And that was the first thing I would notice. I was like, that's what really, I was like, okay, their faces are cute, but like, they have some serious fashion issues. I'm not even a fashion girl. Like I don't get like I don't I don't understand like it being obsessed bad. with it. But it, I noticed that it was bad. It was bad. I was like, why can't every guy just wear like a nice dark blue suit or a black suit with a black tie or a blue tie, blue gray tie? They were all trying to be wacky with their fashion and their faces weren't looking that great in them. And then episode two came around. And I was like, these guys in their casual clothes without their hair ridiculously done. I know. They look so much better. Trust me, I felt the same way. Okay. I was like, the first night I was a little bit like, okay. A guy's outfit can really change the way his face looks. Yeah, so it did. It, it was like a, a, bu- a butt face. But <laughs> a butt face? <laughs> but in the opposite way. I was like, oh my God, what? I need to help them so much. But like... <laughs> This is them, and like, oh, this is scary. But then after we started having dates, and I was like, okay, all right, I can deal with this. This is good. This is good. Yeah. But ultimately, like, yeah, there were some that I was like, huh, interesting. But I will say, like, I want an attractive guy. I want them to be attractive, but Mm I am okay with, like, they don't have to be, like, a supermodel or anything. Like, I just want them to have a good heart and be fun. And so... I think that was a lot of my guys, too. But it did. It was more of like a growing to be attracted to some of them. Okay. Truthfully. Interesting. Yeah. I like your honesty. Yeah, I can't help it. Like, I'm like, I probably shouldn't say that, but I can't help it. Like, I don't know how to not be honest about certain things. So, yeah, the first night, I was a little bit worried. Okay, great. Yeah. Love it. Second night, I felt so much better for you. Yeah, I felt better. I was like, okay, they look cute in their normal clothes. Yeah. You don't like guys that have necessarily a sense of mystery. You don't like hard to get. We don't have to watch you too much to know that you like a guy who is aggressive and forthcoming about his feelings. Yeah. So you you didn't think that Luke P was a little bit too early with his feelings? Because you had the biggest grin. You loved hearing every word of what he was saying to you early on within 48 hours of really knowing you. Um, do you think that you've gotten like less naive throughout this process or do you, are you just like somebody who wants to hear those words? Okay. I feel like with Luke, especially those first, that, that first night, I think it kind of went back to my past of the guy that I dated for forever. 
I didn't know how he was feeling a lot. He was mysterious and it hooked me, hook, line, and sinker for a while. Then I dated the next guy that I was really, that I did love. And he was more like, I want to pursue you. Uh, I know it hasn't been that long since your last relationship. I don't care. Like, I want to pursue you. And that relationship for me, and like, he was very, like, our faith aligned. Um, that was a relationship that I realized, okay, there are guys like this out there that don't like, beating around the bush about their intentions. Like I want to know somebody's here for me. Mm-hmm. And that was like what I learned from that relationship from my, that could be like something that I wanted. And I feel like when Luke was just like, Hey, this is how I feel about you. I'm really into you. I was into him. And I liked that. He was just like, look, like I like you. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. If, it was, if there was anybody else here, I wouldn't be here. And I, I wanted to know that. And I think also it came from some insecurity of, I wasn't. I feel like I was the dark horse as the bachelorette. And oh, so totally. to know that somebody truly wanted it to be me mm-hmm. was like almost like a sigh of relief of like, okay, this person really, and 1000% that is, that was true about Luke. Like he, it was, it was a lot, but like he meant every word he was saying. And yeah, I just, it gave me hope for the rest of the season. I feel like of like, okay. Like, this could work. Um, And, like, the first night, they didn't show it as much, but we really did talk about, like, our faith a lot. And that was, like, the one the biggest thing that I needed to know first and foremost, that there was somebody that there that had the same ideas and um, faith that I did. So that was, like, another thing. I was like, okay. And then he just, like, was adamant about, like, making – coming up to me and talking to me. And I, I want that. I, you want that. I don't want somebody yeah. to just sit in a corner and at, and by the meatballs and be like, <laughs> whatever, you know, <laughs> like I want to be like, no, you're freaking here for me. I want to know. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I know, I, I think I need a good mixture, but I ultimately think it came from a few insecurities of not knowing if these guys really were here for me or were hoping it was somebody else. Because at, after the final rose, they were already there before I was announced. That's right. That's so, right. So you're not, you weren't sure whether or not these guys were going to be happy that you were yeah. the bachelorette. Cause they were already sitting in the hotel room waiting to hear who their bachelor yeah. was. They were signed up regardless. So yes. So they were signed up regardless. And so to have somebody like Luke be like, if it was any, like, I'm so pumped. Like, it was really great. And I, as soon as I saw him after the final rose, it was like, who do you like? I was like, I mean, they were, they were all awesome, but I was, there was just something about Luke that I was really excited to see. So yeah. All right. Yeah. And you also are so physically attracted to him, like right off the bat mm-hmm. in episode two, we see you shirtless. He's shirtless. Um, I'm, oh, yeah. I what feel like, I feel that like was... you're, cri- I feel like this is probably a moment that you were not looking forward to having to watch back. Well, it depends how everything <laughs> goes, but it was, you know, <laughs> I blush a little bit when I watch it. I'm like, I oh only my. say this because you got caught by Jed and I think that you probably were like, oh man, when okay. I did this, I didn't think I was going to be caught by anyone. Oh, that was probably the, ooh, I got lit after that. On, I was like, why did this just happen? Oh. I really liked Luke. I really liked Jed. And I was like, that's not okay. It looks like it was something more than it was. Like, this is not cool. And I was like, don't mess with my guys. Like, don't mess with him. And 
But then Jed handled it like a freaking rock star. Like, oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah, so adorable. He's like, I guess it's really crazy how many guys are, you know, I'm fighting with you for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, that was, that was a really hard moment for me. Like, oh, so mad. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. To save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all 
with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. So basically, you're going to have to come back again. Right now, as we've seen it, Luke is a front runner. Um, I feel, yeah, who do you feel like are my front runners? I feel like I really like Peter. Mm-hmm. I like Connor S. Mm-hmm. And I like Jed. Those mm-hmm. are my three favorites for okay. you. I think everybody is, was, was um, not shocked, but... <laughs> But sad to see Matt Donald go yeah. on night one. Can you believe how much attention that got? No. Kind of like grocery store Joe, but like, let's be real. He's not grocery store Joe. Grocery, he's no. not grocery store Joe. And everybody's been giving me heck about that. But I want to say, I got really excited about the tractor. I was like, if somebody, I had said before, I was like, if somebody comes out in a tractor and I got, I got a, a farmer or a hot, sexy country boy, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And then I see him, I'm like, oh my God. I think your tractor's sexy. <laughs> and then, come to find out, he had never been on a tractor and didn't have a farm. And I was like, what other lies are you going to tell me through this thing? <laughs> there you so go. that was the reason. But then he's so, like, when I was watching the episode back, like, such a sweet guy, just not my guy, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same with Chasen. Like, oh, okay, God, so Chasen so- was the other one eliminated. Night one. Yeah. I was like, why did you, why did you eliminate those two? Because they seem to have potential, but. They did. Um, there's a lot of stuff you know it's ultimately the first night is really hard to decide because I don't know these jokers like I have no idea I don't I don't know I'm just kind of just guessing another, at first another big few another <laughs> big thing that got uh, a lot of attention night one is the fact that Luke didn't give you his jacket okay. when you said you were Do cold you know why? did he say I thought that you didn't want to ruin your outfit with his ugly jacket well he did have a box he, he wore a, a square jacket but also, <laughs> it's about continuity. I'll just be honest. Like, they need to have their jacket on, and I need to be in my pretty dress. And so, even though I was freezing, they're not really allowed to give me my, their jackets because they need to look fresh. Did he offer it, though? He did offer it. Uh-huh. Like, 14 Fruity times. Told. 14 times. Every guy offered me. Because, I mean, I guess you can't tell as much, but I'm literally, like, shivering in every conversation. And they were like, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. But that was the one they showed me being like, I'm cold. He did offer me his jacket. I just said, your jacket's really going to mess up my outfit. Um, okay, so I, I want to go back to those guys. Those four guys are ones that I really feel strongly mm-hmm. for. Um, strongly for on behalf of you. <laughs> I also really like Tyler G. Tyler who, G. Okay. Tyler G looks more like Jared than I ever thought. 
It's oh, so yeah. weird. The bone structure is so weird. Like yes. the cheekbones and the jawline. The eyes. Yeah, and the yeah. eye shape is so weird. But he would talk about undercover. I didn't notice him until your first date with him. Yeah. Um Cutie. Yeah, he's really cute. And yeah. I really enjoyed my time with him. Um Yeah. Okay. I can say. And uh, <laughs> I think everybody liked everybody looked at those pictures initially and the first night. Everybody was talking about Tyler C. He looks like an F boy. He looks like, you know, he looks like that. So I'll, I'll say I, he didn't talk to me the first night and I was like, okay, he's good looking. And then when he didn't talk to me the first night, I was like, oh, you're on my freaking radar. But I was like, he didn't I'm gonna, talk to you the first night. Well, I didn't talk to eight guys. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's the most that's ever, ever not been talked to. Ever talked to. Because when I'm in a conversation, obviously like now, I'm like, I wasn't doing the whole thing. Like, moving what's your on, favorite color? On. I was like, invested i'm very invested when i'm in a conversation with somebody i want them to feel comfortable and it was all about for me the first night making them feel comfortable because i felt comfortable and so yeah i talked to the guys longer and um it was just uh yeah we just ran out of time i also I and have also a really funny story to that, tell that you that scott issue okay really funny story time and then we're gonna have to wrap I it know. up i should think i should tell her about marcus i think so too you're going to love this. Okay. okay. So another reason why um, I got, y'all are going to have to love this. This is hilarious. Okay. So another reason why it took me so long um, was because I had to get touch-ups a lot because I was on Accutane. Your nose. Oh, well, my right. nose always is red after every kiss or just when I, every, every time, just for everything. <laughs> so my nose for sure, but I was on Accutane. I talk very openly about my Your acne. skin looks unbelievable Thank now. Thank you. Thank you. And it had, it was great. It had, it was amazing. Well, of course, my first night, I start growing a bump on my face. And it was really small. And they were like, it's fine. Like, it'll cover up. And I was like, okay. This freaking joker grew, grew at an astronomical rate throughout the night. <laughs> so we named it Marcus. Okay. And Marcus, wait, why we named it Marcus is because when, before I knew all the guys, we would like, talk about like scenarios and Marcus was the guy that like you didn't like that wouldn't go away that was like the annoying guy there was Marcus and Mikey and you didn't want to be Marcus or Mikey but these aren't real guys in your these group. aren't real guys these were just like before I knew the guys names okay. or whatever we would like be talking about scenarios and it yeah. was like Marcus and Mikey so like Marcus would be the gun that did this so when my zit came we named it Marcus okay so this thing it it literally, you can even see it. It grew and grew and grew, and it was like Marcus, go away. So after I sent Scott home, or I, I let him out, I went back to the room. I mean, I went back and I was like, you have to part, you have to powder Mark Marcus. Like he is going out of control right now. He's white now. He wasn't white. Why is he white? Can I pop him? No, because he'll bleed. Uh, it was terrible. So I'm talking about Marcus after I left Scott, and I walked back in the room. And I went, well, Marcus is a piece of sh to all the guys. Oh, my God. Instead you of Scott. Scott. And I hear my producer and I just start talking and they're all, they all had this like really weird look on their face. because I didn't even catch it. <laughs> and I had a, <laughs> my producer go, it's Scott. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, or Scott, whatever. His name's irrelevant. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So I yelled Marcus. I yelled Marcus. <laughs> to all the guys and then for weeks on people would be like yeah he was marcus and i'd be like it doesn't matter 
So I called Scott the name of my zit, which actually made sense. It makes so much sense. He's a pussy, (laughs) gross guy. But yeah, so it was so funny. When I got home, that thing was ready to go. It was incredible. But I was so upset. I was like, of course, the the night that was so important to me, I haven't had acne in forever. Like I was like, this is my moment. That's how it happens. I had this, this huge Marcus zit start forming. I used yeah. to have a sis that would just blow up every time I'd be like, I have to text him. I'm going to text him. I'm going to see him. And then I'd call it like his name. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's the something's it. Um, but yeah, I was really, really flattered when they asked me if there was somebody to inject your zit that day. Yeah. I was like, I'm so glad that, that I could hook her up with an injector, even though you, you didn't see that person, but it's all good. I felt flattered. Ashley because, helped me because I wanted rid of to Marcus. help you on your big first yeah. week. Anyway, okay, I know you have other iHeart interviews you have to run to, but Hannah, this has been the most incredible. You're going to have to come back because we're going to have to have more fun. So much fun. We We need more fun. This is so, you're the best. You're so great. You're the best. Thank you for all your stories. And um, we cannot wait to continue watching your season and see what happens. I know. I'm excited too. And I didn't even grill you about your guys and like talk about what your face looked like. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye, Hannah. Thank you. Bye. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive. To learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, And how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry pamper swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the skin health alliance they're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex try swaddlers with new pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing it's made from 100 plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger with free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.